0: Hello everyone and welcome into another edition of To The Point Podcast. I'm your host, Noel Warren. Hope everybody's doing well on this Wednesday. Lots to get into today. Lots happening in the world of sports. Seamus Fillmore will come back on the show. Usually he comes on on Tuesdays, but as I mentioned yesterday, it was his 25th birthday, so he'll be back this afternoon. We'll talk to Seamus. We're going to have kind of an NBA playoff preview. It's kind of weird with the NBA playoffs because there's playing games. So Did it start yet? Has it not started yet? So... But we're going to talk about the series that are locked in, some really interesting matchups. I'm I'm looking forward to breaking them down with Shay. We'll go through different matchups to watch. We're even going to do an NBA Finals draft. So what we're going to do is, my thought was, starting the playoffs, you have your thoughts of who's going to be in the NBA Finals. But we're going to have a player draft. Each of us is going to get three guys, and we can pick whoever. If you think the Dallas Mavericks could go on a run, you can pick Luka Doncic, if you like the Milwaukee Bucks. So me and Shea are both going to have three players, NBA Finals, MVP Draft. Finals, MVP Draft, we're going to do that later in the show. Looking forward to that. And again, you can pick anyone. Anyone that's in the playoffs. You can pick Trey Young. If you think Atlanta could go, again, it's all up in the air. It's whoever you want to pick. I was going to start with hockey today, but... You know something just comes across my screen that irritates me, and I'll have to talk about it. So, Major League Baseball is about a weekend to their season. I've been enjoying baseball so far. Maybe it was the nostalgia of not having it for a long time. But normally, I'm a guy that doesn't watch baseball night in, night out uh, as much. But I, I have been. So if I, there hasn't been since the season started. There hasn't been a day that I haven't watched at least some baseball. So. Maybe I'm getting hooked on that too. Maybe it's not such a good thing. But so I'm watching Tigers Red Sox this afternoon. I kind of have a soft spot for the Tigers and Mariners, as you know, if you've listened to the put to the podcast. The Tigers are getting beat up pretty good, but I'm also tracking the Dodgers game. So I throw that on MLB TV because the Dodgers, Clayton Kershaw, his first start of the season. And he's dealing 13 strikeouts, seven innings. He's throwing a perfect game. And so I get to the eighth inning. I'm like, well, this is compelling. Uh, Dodgers-Twins, a blow-out game. Normally, that's not that compelling because who cares about Dodgers-Twins? But I'm like, well, Kershaw's dealing. Could he throw a perfect game this early into the season? Well, this is is great. But I get to the beginning of the eighth inning, and out comes a reliever. So Dave Roberts... Very good manager, I will say. Pulls Clayton Kershaw and doesn't allow him to get a perfect game, to get a no-hitter, the big accolades you think of in sports, in baseball. A perfect game. There's not many guys that have thrown a perfect game. So my, my beef with this, and I'm sure the baseball purists would tell me, well, no, well, well, we can't have Pers- Kershaw's arm. He can't be tired by the end of the season. Okay. He might get injured in his second start of the season because you overworked him. Well, he might get hurt in the second start because he just gets hurt all the time. That's Clayton Kershaw. But Clayton Kershaw's won Cy Young's. He's won a World Series, finally. He's one of the best pitchers of his generation and you don't allow him the opportunity to get a perfect game. I get it if it's a young pitcher. I'm still frustrated with it if I'm watching it as a TV product because it makes the game way more compelling, an afternoon blowout, but I get it. But you pull Clayton Kershaw, Mr. Dodger, the guy that's been around that organization for such a long time, 13 years he's played with the Dodgers. And you pull him from the game and you don't allow him the opportunity to have a perfect game. It's baffling to me. I don't want to hear about injury risk. I don't. Back in the day, They they didn't pull guys when they're having perfect games. Pitchers threw 140 pitches. You just threw until the game was over. That's how it worked. And I get it. Analytics have come in and all these different rules and stipulations and all spring rate and launch angle. And some people would argue it's made the game better. I would argue it's made the game worse. But nevertheless, all I know is it seems like now in baseball – there are more injuries than there used to be. Tommy John surgery is like popping a pill. It's like you have a you have a you have a heart problem, so you, you take a pill to rectify it. That's like Tommy John. It happens every other day now. Clayton Kershaw almost had to add Tommy John last season. He might have to have it this year just because. But you're not gonna allow a guy that's done everything he possibly can, been dominant throughout his entire career, to not at least have the opportunity to have a perfect game. Bring him out for the eighth inning. Maybe there's a bloop single, yank him. No problem. He pitches seven plus, no earned runs, 13 strikeouts. What a start to the season for Clayton Kershaw. But you give him the opportunity to make the mistake. You allow him the opportunity to succeed or fail. You don't take that away from him. And Kershaw's such a nice guy. He's probably like, well, yeah, it's April 13th. I'm okay with this. Wednesday, April 13th, who cares in the grand scheme? And yes, it will be forgotten about tonight. But perfect games don't just come around. It's different than a no-hitter. No-hitters are common. I believe there was 12 no-hitters last year. And that might sound like a small amount, but that's a lot when you think about it. Perfect games are a rarity. And you're not going to allow one of the best pitchers in franchise history, right there with Sandy Koufax, to not have that opportunity. I I'm not the biggest Clayton Kershaw fan. I think he's a great regular season pitcher. Playoff wise, I don't think he's even I don't think he's even good, to be honest. Madison Bumgardner, who's Clayton Kershaw is better longevity-wise, absolutely, not even close. But I believe Madison Bumgarner is a way better postseason pitcher. I think he's one of the best postseason pitchers ever. But it's a le- it's about legacy. It's about cementing yourself. And I don't think they gave him the opportunity to do that. It's one of 162. I get it. But wouldn't this be a good thing for your team? You win 7 nothing today. But the team would play hard. I think you're dialed in. It's a focus early in the season. In baseball, there's 162 of these games. They get – they get you just you look at them and you're like, oh, I got another one tomorrow, another one the next day. We're in Minnesota. Then we're in Seattle. You just – you bounce around. If you have the opportunity to lock guys in, to have them focused, I would do it early in the season because – you know they see it's a perfect game. You have two innings to get your pitcher that accomplishment. And when it's a perfect game, it's, almost, it, it look, it's a team award because I guarantee you had to make some good defensive plays. You had to make a catch. You had to do something so that your pitcher was in a position to have the perfect game, to go a complete game, which is another rarity in baseball these days. I mean, an average starter is going five innings. A quality start in baseball, and I still think it's, you know, this is the the rule. A quality start is seven innings. There's never any quality starts. Who goes, I mean, you watch the Blue, I watched Blue Jays Yankees this week. Manoa went six. He did have a great start. Don't get me wrong. Dialed in, looks great. He's a stud. He went six innings. He threw 86 pitches. And they're like, no, we can't, you can't go through the batting order the third time. God forbid you can't do that. I just think baseball's too smart for their own good. I don't think people want to see 85 bullpen changes. I don't think people want to see a starting pitcher pulled when you have the opportunity for a perfect game. I don't think that sits well with a fan base. I don't think that sits well with the clubhouse. Because in the moment, just think about life. You want something and it's taken from you. You don't think about, oh well, this is going to help me in the long run. You're pissed off. It could be a chocolate bar, like, I'm gonna eat it. Your mom yanks it away when you're a little kid. You're not thinking about di- you're not thinking about diabetes, you're not thinking about obesity in, in the years to come. You're thinking, "What the hell are you doing? I'm hungry, Give me the chocolate bar." It's the same thing. You're you're not thinking about the playoffs or long-term injury playoffs. You're thinking, okay, I could throw a perfect game. I could give a shit what day it is. I have the opportunity to do something very few people have. Yes, I'm, I'm a Hall of Famer. My career is set in stone, but it's another trophy on the mantle. Perfect game. But Dave Roberts didn't allow... Clayton Kershaw to do it. And this is, I wouldn't just say this is Dave Roberts didn't allow um, Clayton Kershaw to do it. Baseball didn't allow him to do it. The way it's set up, the way it's policed, the analytics, you can't let a guy go a third time through the order. He can't throw more than 95. When you get to 90 pitches now, you hear people on the broadcast start to say, well, they're up in the bullpen. I'm sure this is the last inning. Like why? Why? Why can't guys throw 200 innings? In this day where we have advanced medicine and better recovery systems and all this, our athletes are playing less than they ever have. In the NBA, there's load management and you sit out games and injuries and you're out all the time. You're, you're sitting a lot. Hockey. Goaltenders are soft as they ever can. And like pitching in the NHL, a goalie, oh, he can't start more than 50 games. If he gets to I can't see him. Like, why? Martin Brodeur, one year started 79 games. He won a Stanley Cup that year. Did he wear out? I don't know. He won the Cup. He was the best goalie in the playoffs, too. I don't understand. As we get more medicine, as we get more information better systems to become healthier people. We need more time off as pro athletes. He can't throw these many pitches. He can't make this many saves. I don't understand. Guys were throwing on four days rest in the old days after throwing 150 pitches. Was that the healthiest thing? Probably not, but There's the shift. There's all these things you can deal with it. But why can't he get that accolade? Why can't he go get a... Why can't he have a perfect game? Because your numbers say it's not good for him? Fuck numbers, Holmes. I'll never understand it because... And sports leagues in general, I think baseball, and we're talking about hockey... I don't think either of these sports are great at at uh, at showing their product, at marketing their product that effectively. Why are baseball, why are basketball, who do have a problem with setting out players, but baseball and football more popular than hockey and baseball because it's more entertaining night in, night out. I love hockey, but basketball football does more to keep your eyes entertained sure there's load management but there's there's more i just anyway i just find this puzzling and i find it frustrating as, as a person that watches sports as much as i do to say you're thinking or th- i agree with, with long-term thinking you know you're thinking ahead you're trying to think where am i going to be in this amount of time i get it But at the same time, sometimes you need to seize the day, seize the moment, carpe diem, and just take what's in front of you. Baseball didn't allow you to do that. Clayton Kershaw could have won today. And yes, in the LA Times, I'm sure there'll be an article. Clayton Kershaw, what a start to the season. But under the headline in the article, likely somewhere if they know what they're doing, mention that he was pulled after 7 innings when he was throwing a perfect game. That should be in the piece. It be in my if I was writing it it would be in my piece and it would be higher up than the third paragraph. Because managers do not have an obligation to make the game more entertaining. Scotty Bowman didn't make the game more entertaining in the NHL. These great coaches didn't they didn't because they just cared about winning. I get it. Lula Morello great GM. One of the most boring people when it comes to hockey. Doesn't allow his players to have any kind of personality. I hate to play for him. Totally effective at his job. Kudos to him. But Rob Manfred, and I even think the players, you want people watching. You want as large an audience as you can get. You, Because people stop going to ballparks. Contracts go down, making the product more entertaining. You're telling me in Minnesota today, in Target Field, when it's a 7 nothing ball game, that people aren't going to be leaving early? When the home team is down 7 nothing. To me, they are. If Kershaw stays in the game, they're not leaving after the 7th inning stretch. Because they want to see if Clayton Kershaw can throw a perfect game. You you got to be there. I was there when Kershaw threw the perfect game. It's a story. It keeps people in the seats. Keeps people entertained. It's a storyline. It's it le- it at least makes Sports Center tonight. In the U.S., does it make Sports Center that uh, any MLB story today? Or are they talking NFL draft that starts in 15 days? Are they talking about the they're talking about the NBA play in and the NFL draft? They could give a shit about baseball. And they might be talking about Jake Paul or uh, Conor McGregor. That's it. Baseball is not talked about. Of course, they're not talking hockey. But even baseball. America's favorite pastime. That's not get, what's, what's being mentioned today in baseball. Maybe the Reds president that I talked about yesterday. But you could have had a storyline with Clayton Kershaw that you didn't allow him to, I always say... You want to, and I view this as one of my life mottos. You want to be the author of your own fate. I want to do my own show. I want to do my own path. I don't have that much interest in working for another company, even if they offer me a job. They haven't. so. But I want to create my own story because if I fail, I fail. I can blame myself. But if I have to go somewhere, talk about different topics, you know, different, I have this conversation with my parents all the time. That's not me that I'm not not, not creating my own path. I'm not doing what I want to do. I'm doing what they want to do. I don't like doing what other people want me to do. To me, Dave Roberts today didn't do what I think he'd... He was a former player. If he was in the clubhouse, if he was a player, he'd want Clayton Kershaw to have the opportunity to have that perfect game. Instead, he said, you know what, the numbers... So, not his own brain. The numbers, my ownership group, general manager, and my conscience, because I know people will be mad at me, are telling me I should remove Clayton Kershaw from the game. And both can be right, because I think you want to make your player happy, and could this be something that would avoid long-term injury? I can't say no, but we'll never know. Because if he gets injured in his next start in five days... Is so there some regret if he got injured anyway? He's an injured, he's always injured every year. I I would have left him out there. Dave Roberts has no obligation to, keep, to make the product more entertaining. I think he should want to make the product more entertaining so that people care, so that people tune in, but he has no obligation to do it. He has an obligation to allow his team to have the best chance to win the World Series. But... They have the best team in baseball. They all have the best record in baseball at the end of the season. That's my prediction anyway. And I don't think keeping Clayton Kershaw in this one game is the be-all, end-all of that happening. Come playoff time, Clayton Kershaw is your third starter? Maybe. Maybe fourth. Maybe he's out of the pen and he goes multiple innings. Might sound crazy. I really don't think it is. But I, I had to start with that because I just it was irritating me. And anyway, I wanted to get to that. NHL, um, a lot of great. I talked yesterday about how many great games there was last night. It was a very good hockey night. Lots of interesting storylines coming out of it. Um, let's start with the Atlantic Division. You know, every team in the in the mix for the playoffs played last night. You had Boston, Toronto, Florida and Tampa Bay. And it was only one team came away with a win last night. And that would have been the Florida Panthers who defeated the Anaheim Ducks in overtime. And another point for Jonathan Huberto, he gets the overtime winner. He gets to 105, only three back of Connor McDavid. But other than that, you look around and, you know, Buffalo beats Toronto again. It was Owen Powers, NHL debut. I watched some of that game. I'll be honest; it wasn't the game I was focused on primarily. Uh, I watched a lot of Canes, Rangers. Watched uh, some of that uh, St. Louis-Boston as well. But um, you know, I, I thought he looked good in, in in the game I watched. I thought he looked comfortable. They played him twenty minutes, so I, I thought Owen Power. And you know, this was a win for, but a loss for Toronto was bound to happen. They were seven and one in their last eight, and Buffalo just has Toronto's number. Skinner, Tage Thompson, who is going to for comeback player, just breakout star. He's got 33 goals. He's a fantastic player. I've talked about him on, on the show before, but you know, Buffalo just seems to have Toronto's number. It's not a big deal. And it was even a better night for Toronto because they did lose, but the two teams chasing him in the standings for potential home ice lost as well. St. Louis over Boston. Um, tight game these two teams meet again uh early next week so they play each other twice in the next week um i look at this game and i took more from st louis because i i've been talking about st louis minnesota they're meeting on saturday and i'm very much looking forward to that game but i i think st louis minnesota is gonna be one of the most entertaining first round matchups if not the most entertaining so I watched some of the Minnesota game last night too. But St. Louis just, I think they, they, they're they in the past seasons going into the playoffs, following their cup win, they've been kind of lifeless. they just kind of been there and you didn't feel great about their team. But with 10 games left, they're on a run right now and they're healthy. That's a big thing. In the past years, they haven't been. pareco has been dinged. Going into the playoffs, Bennington was hurt uh, last season. In the bubble, they had problems. Vladimir Tarasenko didn't play the entire playoffs last year. Well, I look at this bunch, and they're going to, Krug, I believe, is, Krug is back. He, he was banged up. They're still waiting on a few guys, but they're primarily healthy. Buchanavich has been a really good ad for them from the New York Rangers. They picked him up in a salary trade for Sammy Blay. But I look at a guy who the Seattle Kraken did not take in the expansion draft. And he's answered the critics following shoulder surgery on both shoulders after having a couple of miserable seasons, asking for a trade out of St. Louis. Didn't happen. I will, I will give him credit. He took it the right way. He didn't complain. He didn't sulk. And that would be Vladimir Tarasenko. He got to 28 goals last night. He's not what he used to be when it comes to his production. But I look at him play, and he looks confident. He looks like a guy. Every night, he does something that kind of pops off the screen. I think he's a leader of that team, which is a big change. And he's he's just a consistent performer. And I look at St. Louis, and I look at Minnesota, and I love the matchup because they are two teams that can play any style you want. They can play fast. They can play physical, but also they just, they, they're mean. They got toughness about them. And yeah, I, I also, one of my favorite players, Robert Thomas, ever since I kind of said, I I thought next year would be his big year. He's kind of been on a tear since So I'm happy to see him Uh, maybe a fan of the show because he's been lighting it up lately, but I see uh, our normal Tuesday guest is on the lines. We're going to bring him in here. And, um, gonna say happy birthday to
1: you are you giving me the you, you give me the skylar white oh
0: we okay. got you there we go there
1: we go oh, okay. okay i was gonna say are you give me the skylar white from breaking bad that uh yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah President? I'm, not, I'm
0: not gonna do the whole i'm not gonna do the whole thing uh no?
1: oh shit i was looking forward to that
0: <laughs> but um happy belated bird day um mm. how how was how was how was the day how's it feel to be 25
1: yeah hit the old quarter mark that's not a it's not a small mile so no I felt good I got a lot of love and uh you know a lot of happy birthday so I was happy about that and I got to take the night off work so that was also uh, a little bit of a bonus so can't can't complain little little uh little feet on the company and uh yeah that, that was
0: nice nice did you make sure to jack up the bill she was a pretty high bill, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not
1: gonna lie, yeah. I made I made sure I was well compensated for my for my time.
0: Oh, that's good. That's they they deserve that, you know. They, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They don't. Make they got all that film money now, so <laughs> film
1: money. Where's my, <laughs> where, what film money?
0: Well, they, he's they dropped them, so they don't get a. Oh, the film money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, America's it's got to be allocated
1: somewhere. Yeah, yeah
0: it's, might as well go to you and somebody else. Man. I'd rather <laughs> see you go to you. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i look at your sweater there is that the old Ken center uh yeah yeah i just thought
1: I'd, i saw it one day and i thought i'd repost it for everyone watching i guess this is the, yeah. the old kc1 nice. Old the old man's back in the day so hey I, I usually don't throw in a sweater for a regular podcast but i thought uh hey today's today's a special day right after the Bird day so i said All hey right. might as well
0: yeah, um, no, um, good to hear. I'm glad you had a, a good bird day. And Thanks, man. Um, I was just talking about um, St. Louis and Minnesota. As you know, I both love both those teams. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait for that series, by the way. But um, um, I haven't touched on this yet. But do you uh, last night, Minnesota Edmonton uh, gets a little <laughs> chippy because Minnesota's just laying a beating on them. And. Vander Kane, who's a colorful cat, we've talked about him on the pod, and Ryan Hartman, I'll say our boy, because I know you're a fan as well. They get in a little scuffle and uh Hartman flips on the bird, leaving the pile. And he get he got fined today. I I don't think he should have got fined for that.
1: Yeah, soft league. The only reason I think he got fined is because I mean you're you're thinking about kids watching Mm -hmm. and I mean it's influencing them, but other than that, I mean you gotta have to let it go, obviously. Obviously it got pretty emotional. I mean, did you see the the after or I guess the comments mm-hmm. after it and yeah. Ryan Hartman calling him out for not have, not being a great teammate because yeah. he stood it up for him? I love that <laughs> shit. Oh my god, that's funny.
0: Yeah. I and it's it's a great chirp because you know he can't really defend himself. He's just like, uh Yeah, like I got bought out. Like I don't I don't know. Like um <laughs> but credit to Hartman because Kane's a tough MFer. Uh, you know, he's a lot of things, but he's also a tough, like, he's a tough cat. He'll fight anybody. And I, I think Hartman was ready to go if he wanted to.
1: Yeah, it would have been nice to see. I mean, you know, you're know, right. Kane's a tough SOB, and I th- I think it would have been a good tilt, even though Kane's probably got the weight class and mm-hmm. probably the, the fighting experience. Uh, Hartman's gets pretty chippy, so it's nice to know that he'd, he'd be willing to drop him because he seems like a good teammate and he's staying up for an all star player Kaprizov, too, right? So, yeah, it wasn't like it was on, uh, uh, it wasn't like it was unhinged or anything.
0: Um, Did you watch your lease last night?
1: I did. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big big birthday wish. <laughs> my big birthday present. Big dump on my chest. Thanks, what, Buffalo.
0: What did you think of Owen Power?
1: <laughs> uh, good. You know, I was surprised because he logged in 20 minutes and it didn't mm-hmm. feel like I, he logged in 20 minutes. There's time where I'm like, oh, oh. like, oh, like he played that much. Like I, I didn't even realize. But. Uh, in the same sense, I thought he didn't do anything dumb. He didn't make any dumb mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, he looked kind of like just just a normal D-man out there. Um, and uh, everyone's going to talk about the the play he made where he was on the two-on-one with Giordano and Matthews. Like, they must have showed that like 13 times last night. <laughs> um, but it was a good play. You know, he was he was in position. He he had his stick in the right spot, and mm-hmm. ultimately he stopped to, uh, uh number number all day on 34.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, it's kind of a, a good play, but it's also like Giordano's not shooting that puck. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you knew it was
1: coming. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> like, yeah. is he – he's not sh- – and it, it's weird because it's just Buffalo has the least number. Like, it's just certain teams, like, great teams. Like, uh, you know, you look around, like, uh, there's just top of my mind. Uh, I'm trying to think of New Jersey. Like, they, they beat the Rangers twice this year. You know, it's yeah. just certain, certain bad teams that – just get, have your. I think Buffalo's beaten Toronto three times. That's it's mm-hmm. weird, but again, it's it, it happens. I don't. I don't think it's a bigger deal than just an off night. And also, Shalgren was in that as well. You take that with a grain of salt, don't you? Yeah, I don't take a whole lot of. Well, what would be the bigger concern is that Jack Campbell is not 100 percent again. <laughs> I mean, is he ever? Uh, but <laughs> the fact that he needs more time off is concerning me after he got six weeks off and i get he, he told us when he came back he was 100 percent healthy so i i that that's a cause of concern for me for the leaves
1: yeah yeah i 100 percent agree like is he is he not healthy or is he healthy just tell us straight up because clearly mm-hmm. when he came back he, he wasn't or he's just that injury prone that every few games now he's just gonna be out of the lineup uh, i'm not sure. i'm not really sure what it is uh one more thing on power i guess his welcome to the nhl moment was he turned around and jason spezza splattered him to the boards one time and mm-hmm. i'm thinking and all the guys that could you know get welcome into it why jason spezza even wayne simmons giordano you know even mm-hmm. Lapushkin. but yeah you no know, it was funny that uh, spezza was the one who delivered that firm handshake
0: well he must have been a little surprised that a maple leaf threw a hit <laughs> you should see martyr stats mark
1: bell yeah, Martner's been all over the place over the last two months. His like he's tripled his hits since the beginning of the year. You wouldn't notice it, but it's true.
0: I'll take your word for it. Um, no, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm serious. I'm sure they're I'm sure they're there. I'm, yeah
1: yeah. Oh, one one more thing I wanted to mention before we mm-hmm. hop off. Uh, what are your thoughts on Matthias Samuelson? I'm
0: trying to think back to what he did.
1: Uh... I just. I, I don't know. It's maybe it's just me. It's just he seems like he's gonna be a, like a, a pretty solid top four D and mm-hmm. you know this is he's, this is rookie year. He's not gonna he's not nowhere near gonna be a win rookie of the year, but he right. just plays really really hard. He he bodies everybody, blocks shots, and uh, like I think if he gets a little bit of an offense game, this guy is gonna be something special. Like he'll be their third best defenseman right. in a couple years.
0: Yeah, I, I I I think he's a good defenseman too. Um, he, I think he needs a little more confidence to, like you said, engage offensively, and that comes with experience. Uh, and also, they got a young D there, so it probably wouldn't, you know, I, I think everybody's a little timid to do something there because you got you look around you're like, okay, well, Dahleen is the elder statesman and he's freaking 25, uh, you know, so not even uh, yeah, uh, so but no, I, I like his game, I think Buffalo. Yeah, after last year, which was just a disaster, and it looked – they're better right now than I thought they'd be. They're in better shape than I thought they'd be. They got Uka Pekalukkanen, who they got to hope can hit as a goaltender. He's a finished goaltender. Uh, obviously, you got to hope that Jeff Skinner can continue to at least score 20, 25 on a yearly basis. Then the contract's not quite as bad uh, as, mm-hmm. it, as it was. Tage Thompson, even if Oposo could get – you know. Have an, another another year where he? I think he's got 18 goals this year. That's a really good season for him. He mm-hmm. I think his career high outside of playing with Tavares was like eight prior to this season. So um, he's another one of those bad deadline signings. But they're they're better off than than I thought they'd be at this time last year.
1: Yeah, yeah, one, I 100% agree. The second half of the season, we've we've said it before. They've just played to another level. Tage Thompson, 33 goals after last night. A lot and yeah like even acaposo like he's he's not gonna do a whole lot offensively but he's a big body he's he's gonna mm-hmm. be like two thirty on a six foot frame so yeah he he definitely trucks guys as well
0: um see so as you look at it are you expecting Toronto just to be the second seed Florida finds a way to win last night in overtime they now have a ten mm. point buffer so are you basically just we're not catching Florida we got to hope for home ice and see what happens from there.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I never, never thought I'd be anybody else, but like I just cheer against Tor I just cheer against Tampa and Boston now. Like that's all, all right. I do. Like I'm like looking at the teams, like okay, we we get a chance tonight to beat them, and uh, luckily they have either one of them has been playing, I would say, phenomenal the last ten games. Mm-hmm. So as long as that streak keeps up, I'm pretty confident we can get home ice.
0: Who would you rather play?
1: Boston. Yeah. I think we lose. I think we lose no problem to Tampa, would be very <laughs> honest. I know we run and gun like Tampa, but they'll, uh, they can switch it up pretty quickly and, uh, mm-hmm. they got a pretty scary bottom six.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And their defense would scare me. Uh, and their goalie's pretty good too. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I would pick Boston as well. I, I think they'll beat Boston, but, uh, that we'll, we'll wait and see there. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Let's go to basketball. There's lots to get into today in basketball. Um, I guess we'll, uh, before we get to the play-in, um, Lakers fired Frank Vogel, which, whatever. Um, I don't think he deserved to be fired. But where where does this team go? Like Westbrook, Davis, LeBrick. I mean, where 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 does it where does it go in in La La Land?
1: Lebron is Lebron, I'm assuming. Yes, Walker's favorite player. Yeah, yeah um, <laughs> uh, no, I think you've had a pretty good take last. You know, last time we spoke on Saturday, which that was a great podcast as well. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's time to like just trade LeBron. You know, if he's got years left on his deal, why not trade trade him and Chip Westbrook too at the same time? Like you, you, you know, you're you're gonna rebuild. You're not. There's no way you're gonna take the pieces of this team and put mm-hmm. it back together. Like, that's just not happening. Great. You won in 20 – you won in 2020. That was – you know, that was a great run. You had a, a great team then. The Mickey Mouse ring, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, but tr- truly, you just got to think about the future of your franchise here. And, yeah, I think you'd get – you'd still get a ton of four LeBron, let's be honest. So why not see what the options are at least?
0: Yeah. And I don't know if anybody's going to take Westbrook because <laughs> – that's what um, I mean. You got to ship him with him because if you don't, 40, he's owed forty-seven million next year. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> oh, yeah, he yeah. doesn't play defense. He can't shoot, and he led the league in turnovers. But yeah, you get to keep him. Uh, <laughs> um, at Anthony Davis. I'm, I I heard this, and I kind of thought about it. Could you deal him to the Bulls? He's from Chicago. They're so desperate. I mean, they made the playoffs, but I'm sure they'd love another hometown guy. Could you deal in there for like a Zach Levine, maybe Vucevic type squad? Yeah, I don't
1: know. It'd be tough because of the, the limited amount of games he's played in the last two years. Yeah. You know, it'd be very difficult because you know the player he can be, but you're just mm-hmm. thinking, oh God, I mean, this guy hardly plays. And when he does play, sometimes he doesn't play as well as he did when he was in New Orleans. So. Yeah, I mean you definitely could dish them to like a Chicago. I don't think the app, like I don't think a Levine is going back, but maybe some younger stars. You maybe a Patrick Lonzo, and... i tried trade Lonzo, yeah, back to LA. That'd be kind of yeah. funny. <laughs> but um yeah, I know like me yeah, even like a Colby White, you know, somebody somebody with some value, but you know, I don't think DeRozan, uh Bucervich or Levine could be could be taken off that roster. Um yeah, so do you do you think that they're not gonna wait with him and that they'll end up dishing him?
0: I trade him. I I just but I, I'd also I'd make it clear with LeBron, like we're not trading the 2027 20, first, because that's their next first round pick that they have. Um we're not trading that pick. Like you're thirty gonna be thirty-eight. Yes, you're still a very good player, but we're in hell right now. We got nothing and we're we're not like cleveland didn't sell their pick that year that lebron left they wouldn't trade it that next year's first because they knew he was leaving they're like you know maybe if lebron will sign on for two years which he can sign a one-year extension this summer maybe they do but i i I don't see why he'd leave la but also what's he playing for if the team is going to stink you know, for the next couple of years, what is he just waiting around for Bronny and he's just going to be in the league and trying to make the play in, which he couldn't even do this year? I mean, that, that's I don't see LeBron being on board for that.
1: Yeah, no, I don't think he'd want that either. I think he wants to play on a competitive team for the next couple of years, even if he's God forbid he's had to take a back seat, but his ego is never going to take a back seat to anybody. So I, I just can't see it. Like it's, yeah. I don't. I don't know. It, it's gonna be difficult. Like I've seen different scenarios, and you know, people throw up different trades all the time. You know, keep people keep saying Buddy Heels will go to, you know, from from Indiana. But yeah, like uh, no one's taking Westbrook like he said. And I think you got to take getting rid of AD with a grain of salt because you're not going to get the return you would if this no. was 2020.
0: Right. Yeah, this is following the bubble. You get the world for but I yeah. don't think you get much right now. Who do you think has the longest playoff drought in sports? Right, right now,
1: it's not the Leafs.
0: Nope, it's active.
1: Cleveland Guardians.
0: Nope, it's basketball.
1: Uh, for a championship?
0: Nope, just make the playoffs.
1: Oh, just playoffs. Sorry, oh, I didn't hear you. I you meant for for a ship. Um, jeez, just making the playoffs. It would be. Sacramento, probably Sacramento, right. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't remember the last time they did
0: 16th straight year. They didn't make the playoff. Mike Bibby <laughs> was their starting point guard. last time, they the oh no, what?
1: Uh, yeah, they should do a parade like I did. They did it for Cleveland for going 0 and 16 that year. I think that'd be that'd be just very deserving. That's, yeah,
0: I, I, I just yeah. I re- I read that and they never get any better. So it's just like it's you know what's happening. Just wait for seventeen next year. Yeah, uh, yeah. and you know
1: like Sabonis, like he's gonna be. like, Yeah, I'm leaving. Like f this, done. and they're not gonna get back what they wanted. Like trading trading Hal Burton was the worst thing that franchise has ever done in the yeah. like in its history.
0: He liked Sacramento. He liked it there, and they just yeah.
1: like just stabbed him in the back basically.
0: Yeah. Oh, Sacramento. These bad organizations. The two people in Sacramento that watch them, watch them, and I'll watch a game or two next year, but that's about it. Um,
1: In all honesty, I haven't watched a Sacramento game in probably three years. Like, not even if they play the
0: Celtics. I don't blame blame. you. I've watched a few, but um, I have a sickness. Um, The playing games. Mm. Are you a fan of the new play in? It's been a couple, I think, second year now of of the play in. Mm. Are you a fan of the new system in the NBA?
1: <sighs> not really, not really. Because I like I like the eight, and yeah. no, that's it. I don't like that the Spurs, who they're an okay <laughs> team, but they don't have anybody. They're not like the Spurs of five six years ago. Like what? Yeah. Am, am I gonna watch the Spurs and New Orleans tonight? No. I don't care. I don't even care. It could be on right now, and I still right. wouldn't go from this podcast to watch these guys. Like, right, right. I'd go outside and yo-yo before I do that. Uh, um, but, well, yeah, that's. I mean, that's just my take. I, I like the eight. It's done. Mm. I don't know why we stray away from, like, even the NHL. I know we're off topic here, but, like, I don't know why we stray away from, like, one to eight in the conference. Mm. Like, that's how it should be. It makes the most sense logically, and it's clean like that. There are things I like about the plan, like how we're talking about it now. It's great content, and you know, it's you. You see a good. Well, I wouldn't say a good game between Cleveland and uh, the Nets last night, but uh, you know, it's the other matchup, which was don't don't tell me it was Minnesota and
0: the Clippers. Clippers. That was (laughs) was a decent
1: game. I watched the start of that one. I thought, okay, this is okay. Yeah, but. Yeah, I don't know. I I like I like a clean eight. What about you?
0: Yeah, um, I think it works. Like you had Brooklyn last night, so that was a good selling point. And even the Clippers, you have a few guys. And I, I think, like you said, tonight's tough because you got Charlotte, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Again, I like that matchup. I'm actually excited to watch yeah. that game. But um, <laughs> I like I like Ice Tray and I like Lamelo. I love watching Lamelo. Uh, but. The sec- I'll agree with you. The, sec- the second one's tough. San Antonio, New Orleans. Like, mm-hmm. CJ McCollum is the guy that is the most marketable player. If if Zion was playing, oh, this would be killer. But mm-hmm. he's in Turkey or MIA. Like, who he-, he could be in El Salvador, and I'd believe it because he's probably not going to be at the arena tonight. Uh, but, yeah, I it's okay. Like, I... I-, I- I think it's really easy to make the playoffs in the NBA. I mean, you can be under 500 and make the playoffs. Like, Mm. just play in, like, I think there should be a cutoff. Like, you can't be 14 games under 500 and make the play in. Like, come on. Like, like San Antonio with Lonnie Walker, Jr., the fourth, and Deontay, like, nobody cares. But I think they might win tonight is the scariest. They might beat New Orleans tonight. Yeah, yeah.
1: that's a a good transition. Who do you have for tonight's games? I mean, (sighs)
0: I'll save the first one because I'm actually – I'm excited for that game. Um, okay. New Orleans should win because they got Stephen Adams. I like their size with Stephen Adams, and McCollum's played really well, and they, they got Herbert Jones. They got good They got good players. Uh, you mean Memphis JV? Guys. I'm trying to think. Where does Steven – oh, he plays in Memphis. Yeah, right. he's but on your – You guys are the same. You guys
1: <laughs> are the same. They are the same. Actually, JB's having a pretty decent year. but he is. He's not, not saving their team. I'm
0: <laughs> proud of him. Uh, but um, I'll go with New Orleans, but narrowly over. Yeah, I, I have the same. Yeah, within
1: ten points for sure. It'd be yeah. a tight game, and uh, mainly, yeah, like I like a lot of things about New Orleans. Like I don't love anything about them. But mm-hmm. um, McCollum's played really well since being there. He's he's definitely a vocal point. Ingram, you know, he, he's day to day right now, so he's not even playing hundred percent. So that scares yeah. me. So it's like, okay, like if he's not going to play tonight, San Antonio has a real chance to win, let's be yeah. honest. You have one yeah. score. Um, but, yeah, no, like they have some nice, like younger guys on this team too. Like Hubert Jones, the rookie out of Alabama, like he's not too bad. Like he started most games this year. Um, but, yeah, like I don't know. The pesky Spurs, they're just like the, mm-hmm.
0: like, I don't know. I guess the biggest selling point of this game tonight is it could be Pops' last game.
1: True. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't he hasn't an announced you, you
0: anything about it, but it could be because why keep coaching this team?
1: Yeah, yeah. He's not going to leave the Spurs, too. Like, he's, he's coached no. there for so long. Like, it's yeah, it's, he, he would have left
0: and took the Brooklyn job before Steve Nash took it because right. I think he, he might have wanted that one and coach Durant because I think both of them, I think they like each other, I think they have a good relationship. But yeah, I think he's going to retire Spur, but maybe, maybe he comes back. But I'll yeah, I could maybe this is his last game and. He just tells us in three weeks out of the boot, "Yeah, I'm done. Like that was my last game. It's like, check, please. You know he he he's, he doesn't he doesn't seem like a Coach K or it's like a send off type feel for for Pop. Yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh. He's more K. like, see, ya. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty, pretty much.
1: Yeah. yeah. What? Okay. So what about the second game, Hornets and the Hawks? This is mm-hmm. gonna be battle of the guards. Who are you liking yeah. on this one?
0: So Gordon Hayward's not playing. Mm. Big surprise there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> fragile white guy. Um, I love Lamelo. I like Plumlee a lot too. He plays hard. And he, he plays well with Lamelo and uh, Trey. Like it, Atlanta's got a better team because they just have mm. a bunch of good guys. Like they've underperformed this year. Like Bogdanovich and Capella and uh, Golinari off the bench. It, it is. They have a better team. but I'm going to go with Atlanta, but I wouldn't be shocked if Charlotte wins tonight.
1: Hmm. I, I've got the Hornets. Yeah. I, I rocked yeah. down before this. I got the Hornets. I think Lamelo was going off for like a crazy 30, you know, 10-10 triple-double. Right. No John Collins scares me a little bit for Atlanta. Yeah. I realize they have Cabela for rebounds, but – Collins does play really well defensively, um, and he can be a threat offensively when he wants to be. Um, so yeah, I mean these these guys tie the season series 2-2. Um, they they play really well against each other. I think it'll be a f- exciting game. Like you said, like if anyone's tuning into one of these two games, it's going to be this one because yeah. you have two of the most markable guys in the Eastern Conference in Trey Young and mm-hmm. uh, one Lamelo Ball.
0: Yeah, I mean, LaMelo's box, he's so fun to watch. And Trey Young's fun because there's times you watch him and you're like, okay, hey, it's such a good play. And then he takes a logo three and you're like, what the hell are you doing? Because it's just it's <laughs> yeah, nowhere yeah. even close. And you're like, that's yeah. such a waste of a possession. He, is he, is he a star yet? Is he, I think if he's not, I don't know if he'll ever
1: be. Yeah. That's the thing. If he's If he's not, then I don't think he can ever, like, one thing about Trey Young, and it's great. He puts up great numbers. Not yeah. that all that great defensively. He's kind of – he's almost a liability. Oh, he's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's – it's you can't really be, like, a star or even superstar. There's only a few of them in the league. If you're not going to be able to defend at least to a competent level. You right. know what I mean? Because like, how, how tall are you? I'm, like, 5'10".
0: Really? I thought you,
1: were what, you thought it was shorter?
0: No, I thought you are taller, because I, like oh. I, I feel like I'm 5'10". Oh, uh. <laughs> well, <they're> Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. I was going to say, well, Trey Young's listed as 6'1". He's not 6'1".
1: No, no. He's he might be sit.
0: easier height. If you're 5'10", he's 5'8". Yeah,
1: his bushy little hair might get him up to 5'6". Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs>
0: well, it's, it's not going to be there for long. I can see it. Yeah. We'll proceed. Yeah. I'm <laughs> But he owns New York, but we haven't seen like they went on that magical run last year. But yeah, I want I want to see more from him. And I think whoever wins tonight beats the Cavs.
1: Wow. Okay, I love it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. it's, it's set selling right now is that game? That game would be Friday. Friday
0: night, yeah. Friday night. Yeah. Both okay. both games are it. Friday, yeah. Uh, and then the real playoffs start Saturday afternoon.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. No, it's gonna be oh, it's gonna be a great weekend of sports. Um, yeah, that's, oof. Um, but no, yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with that. I, I think if Charlotte wins, I, I mean, Cleveland's just been on a downward spiral for a while yeah. now. I, I do think without Jared Allen, that uh you know, and I, I totally agree with you too. If Atlanta wins, which I think it'll be a pretty tight game as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they win, then I, I think Cleveland's packing bags. Which sucks because right, yeah. I had I hyped them up all year, but now I'm like, I, know,
0: I, I know I like them too. Because Darius Garland he played fantastic last night, and yeah, technically it wasn't his, was his it first was. playoff game, but he whatever you want the hell you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, he played extremely well, and nobody else really showed up, unfortunately. Uh, it was just he was but looking forward to the rest of the postseason. We got Miami will play either Cleveland, Atlanta, we'll, we'll move past that. Start with the East, Boston, Brooklyn, with the Nets winning last night. Your level of concern with your Celtics getting the Brooklyn Nets in the first round?
1: Oof. Uh, throw, throw a keg. Throw the keg at me, buddy.
0: Really? The keg? <laughs> really?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it is it is concerning. I don't think it's going to be as bad as it was last year um, mm-hmm. in, that, in that matchup, but... I got Nets in seven. It's hard. You, you know, I'm, I'm not Nets trying to be. In seven? Nets in seven? Yeah. Wow. wow. Yeah. I, I don't. It's not that I don't have any faith. I just know these, you know, Katie and Kyrie just historically just plays better against Boston, no matter what it is. <laughs> um, and then they were rumbling last night. They're like, oh, Simmons, you know, he might get over his his issues. I'm like, oh, yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> soreness. Soreness. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I, without Robert Williams, I think it's gonna be super tough. Just down below, um, mm-hmm. you know, guard, you Drummond's know, playing
0: really play. well, really
1: well. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's. I think he started for most of the games, right? Mm-hmm. Even that young guy, what's it, Claxton?
0: Maybe Claxton. He played hard last. He played well last night too. He, yeah, he if he plays like
1: that over the series, he'll be he'll be a threat if he comes off the bench or if he starts. To be honest.
0: Right. And did you, did you hear what Bruce Brown said last night after the game? No, what he say? He said, Well, uh, if we feel good about the matchup. We feel really good that uh, Time Lord, aka Robert Williams, is out because we get to go against Daniel Tice every night. We can dish, basically, rip him up in the pick and roll and yeah he he, he can't guard he can't guard drummond or anybody on switches so basically (laughs) he just shredded daniel tice and you know the the center position for the for the boston celtics hopefully that
1: lights a fire though you know what i mean yeah says hey like hey i'm I'm not here i'm I'm here to stay like i'm not i'm not sticking around that's why i think it would go seven right because i think both of these teams they they've got different weapons they're both you know, exciting. They both can shoot really, really well. You know, Curry, Patty Mills yep. coming off the back end. I mean, and the Boston, I don't have to rave about those guys, but yeah, no, I think I think it'll be a good series no matter what. But uh, yeah, it's it's really going to come down to can the Brooklyn Nets just dominate the paint?
0: Yeah, I worry about that for sure because Daniel Tice is always a worry. Um, <laughs> but I think you know Tatum's had some really good series. But I think he's better now than he ever has been. He played really well in that series against Cleveland in 2018. Yeah, LeBron's last year there. He, although LeBron did outplay him in that game seven, he had a really good series, and he was he was young then. He was like a baby. Rough, but yeah. yeah, he he looks dialed in. Like I think he'll average close to 40 in this series. I I, mm-hmm. I think he's gonna be that important because. You know, I, I think Williams got your buckets. I I don't want to tice. I don't I don't think you'll get as many offensive opportunities. You won't get as many offensive rebounds with Drummond there. Bruce Brown's a pain in the ass. But the one thing for Boston is, okay, you might not have Time Lord, which will hurt in the paint. But New, Brooklyn plays no defense, mm. no defense. And I watched last night. They got two guys. Like they, it's it's Kyrie and and it's and it's Kevin Durant, you know. And Seth Curry had no points last night. He was Brick, Brick. I think he's hurt too, which uh, doesn't help. But you know, Dragits, do I trust him over? He plays better in the postseason. I'll give him that. But um, I got your Celtics. I got them in. I got them in. Wow, more I got them than I in do.
1: Six. Six. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean – And it's also just,
0: another prediction, Robert Williams will play in this series. Okay. What do you think, like
1: game five, game six maybe?
0: I'm thinking game four he'll be there. He'll okay. show up in Brooklyn, just, yeah, come on I open. think it
1: depends on how the series goes. Like if they're – Right. If they're if they on desperate the measures or
0: something, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, like if they're on desperate measures and they're like, okay, we need we need something or we're going to lose this then mm-hmm. I think they pull out the, okay, we'll pull them out and pull them in the early card. If right. not, um they might, they might just say, Hey, we'll leave them and we'll, we'll test this, test his luck
0: in the second round. If the Celtics lose to Brooklyn, was it a failed season for the Celtics? Hmm. Was it a failure? I, I think
1: so. I think two back-to-back first rounds and being out, yeah. um, that, that's a, that's me. That's a failure. And you have the same team. I mean, it's not like right. you made big adjustments. you, you know you you did what you did at the deadline you picked up guys you've already had before so it's not like Mm -hmm. it's not like a whole new roster like we've seen Al Horford play we've seen Daniel Tyson this jersey you know so yeah I I think at that point you you call it a failure and you say okay what what we have to go back and probably dish one of our bigger pieces out uh, in order to get depth
0: yeah I I just don't think they should trade Brown and Tatum anymore because they play, we saw how well they can play together. So I, I think they're gonna win the series. I don't think it's gonna matter, but um, yeah. Bucks Bulls. Mm. How quickly do the Bucks win this series? I,
1: I don't have it with me, but I wish I had my broom because uh, that is gonna be a sweep. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I, I just have no faith. Like the Bulls, the Bulls can't match up against any good team. Like mm-hmm. they just they they're scrambled eggs. Like you know what I mean? They sizzle. So yeah, no, like it, it won't it'd be a cakewalk. I I I don't even think I don't think Giannis will break a sweat. Honestly.
0: Yeah, I got I got the Bucks sweeping as well. I just uh, <laughs> I, if they if the Bulls won a game, it would it would be a bigger surprise to me. Uh Just yeah. they, I just don't see where they get an advantage. I think Giannis is the best player in, in the league, Uh and. Yeah, I, I just think Milwaukee's dialed in, and you know, I think I think they're probably tired of p- hearing people say, "Well, you duck Brooklyn, you were scared of them," and they're probably like, "Okay, well, we didn't have to play them. We'll beat the Celtics. We'll beat Brooklyn in the second round, like we did last year. If we have to, you know, whoever it is, we'll beat them." And yeah, I, I just think you, what they gotta hope is that Middleton can find his game a bit. He can use this first round as, as a test, just to get his game, get his shot going, so that he is ready for the tougher matchups with the Celtics Brooklyn in in the, in the uh, next round. Yeah. I wish, I
1: wish Boston would have tanked at least one game. Like that's (laughs) all it took, right? They have the same record. They just need to tank once.
0: (laughs) That's it. You get the bulls. It's like you didn't want the Raptors and you didn't want Brooklyn. You'd want, you want the bulls, you know Um, let's go to 76ers Raptors, the four five interesting matchup. These two Mm -hmm. teams met, this season the Raptors won the championship. Obviously, game seven, the Kawhi shot heard around the world. Uh, but um, interesting matchup. Um, who do, who do you got here?
1: This is probably the series I swayed most upon. Um, because mm-hmm. I mean, it could go to me, it could go either way. But I do have the 76ers pulling through on, on the raps, and I have them in uh, say, seven games. I think it'll yeah. be a seven game series. I think. I don't believe Shaq knows what he's talking about when he says the 76ers (laughs) are going to sweep them. Um, I think, uh, you know, watching this Raptors, especially at the end, they're playing really, really well. And Mm -hmm. honestly, they got – the 76ers have two guys. They have two guys, and if one of those guys is not on, I think it's a good chance that Toronto can win that game. So, and, you know, we're going to see – I know you talked a lot about James Harden and his, uh, you know, getting through contact and his, you know, his mm-hmm. drives to the bucket. He still dribbles well. He still shoots pretty well, um, but that aspect of his game has kind of fallen a little bit. And uh, I, you know, Toronto's got a lot of really good perimeter defenders, yeah. and if they can keep on them for most of the game, I think it'll be very interesting. I think it'll be very tight.
0: Yeah, this series is really interesting. Uh, obviously, you got Embiid in the middle who. Whether it's Boucher, Achua, Cam Birch, I don't care who it is. It's gonna be it's gonna be a tough matchup. But Philly's got their problems, like you said. Their they got their depth is basically non-existent. Uh, it's Yang, but he got hurt in the last game of the series. But I don't even know if he's gonna be available. Maxi Love, but he's a starter. Thiebel, Thiebel's is not eligible to play in Canada because this brainiac got his first dose of the vaccine and didn't wasn't just smart enough or didn't think it wasn't like he was an anti-vaxxer because he got the first one. He wasn't smart enough to go get the second jab. So he can't play in Canada. Wow. Um, <laughs> dropped as a child or something, but I, that's just, that's a crazy reason to not have him available. Yeah. Um, but so I think that that's obviously it hurts them. I'm going to pick the Raptors to upset. Ooh, okay, um, I, I think it's going to go seven. I just don't trust this Philly team. I look at the matchup. Like Nick Nurse is such a better coach than your boy, Doc Rivers. Like it's not even close. (laughs) Doc Rivers has the most blown 3-1 leads in the history of the NBA.
1: I didn't know that.
0: Series leads. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe he'll get one this round just for nostalgia. But um (laughs) I just think Nick Nurse makes adjustments. We saw him do it when they won the title. And like you said, I think. Van Fleet's a really good defender. Scotty B, even for a rookie, is a good defender. Uh, and Siakam's playing his best basketball of his career coming into the playoffs. So they, so they got to hope he can continue that trajectory uh, as as they go forward.
1: Absolutely. So this gets complicated. You we, our Heat's obviously there, no doubt. Mm. Uh, I'm guessing you have Atlanta over Cleveland. So does that mean you have Heat and Hawks in the one? Heat? Heat, Heat, Hawks. Yeah, Heat, Hawks. Yeah. Who do you
0: like there? I don't think that's a great – if I'm Miami, I, I'd want Cleveland out uh, of the three teams remaining because uh, I think they beat them pretty – I do think they'll beat Atlanta, but Atlanta, you never – like Atlanta gets in, you never know. If uh, Miami-Atlanta, I got Miami in six.
1: Okay, okay. I, I have the Hornets, like I said earlier. I'm not going to yeah. go back on that. But I have uh, I have my second broom of the night. I think uh, the Heat mm. sweep the Hornets in, Right. Uh, four games. They just – yeah, when it comes to benches, I mean, there's a long list of guys coming off that Miami bench that do a lot of great things, in, besides even scoring, right? Uh, and generally, this is a very young Hornets roster compared to a very veteran, you know, yep. Heat team with a lot of the playoff experience. So, yeah, I, I have these guys, uh, you know, basically
0: take them to the
1: take them to the max.
0: Yeah, yeah, I could, I could, They're they're a good team, out west. Two seven matchup Memphis, Minnesota, mm. after the Timberwolves beat the Clippers last night in a in a good game, like as you mentioned, contentious game with Pat Bev getting some revenge against his old teammates. Um Memphis has been a great story all year. Taylor Jenkins might be the coach of the year. Uh Monty Williams is right there as well. But um who do you like here? In Memphis, Minnesota.
1: I have your Grizzlies in seven games in the seven game nice, series. Dude. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And w- why I think it's going to be extended is because I look down the middle and Steven Adams, who we mentioned before, he's, a, he's a good center. He does mm-hmm. a lot of good things, but he's not super mobile. No. And cat loves to spray threes. He's he's probably like he self-proclaimed. He's the best three point shooter. uh, best shoot uh, three point shooting big man in the league. I think he'll be out there a lot. And I think he's going to be able to eat him up. Um, yeah, it, and it really just comes down to how well uh, D'Angelo Russell is going to play. If he shows up, if not, it'd be it's kind of a mystery most nights with him. Um, but yeah, I, I think it'll be very interesting. But yeah, like I said, I think Grizzlies, no matter what, come on top.
0: Yeah, the Grizzlies are just so deep with Bain and Clark and Dylan Brooks yeah. and Jaw uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., who might win Defensive Player of the Year. That's uh, yeah, great. They. They just got so many options. Uh, I do. I love this series, though. I uh, you said that
1: last week too. You wanted this series to happen. I I wanted
0: this series. Um, You mentioned Cat. He played god awful last night, but I hope he can turn it around. But who I love watching Shay, and I really don't know his player comp. It's Anthony Edwards. He is Mm. so good. Oh my! He might be LeBron esque because he's he's not as big but he just goes downhill and he's so strong but he's got great leaping ability. I I, I think seeing Anthony Edwards and Jaw get to play in the same series is a real treat and I'm looking forward to seeing the two of the young stars of the NBA get to play each other. Hopefully, I hope you're right. I hope it is seven times because that yeah. I'm I'm all for it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I don't, my, only, my only thing I don't love is that it's out west, so I don't get those games as early, but Try it. Try it Memphis, like
0: Memphis, they might keep that somewhat Reasonable. earlier because it's not like LA time zone. Yeah. So, I wonder what they
1: I'm gonna check what they play. This yeah, I think they play I've they played.
0: might play an afternoon game this out this weekend. I think they might play Saturday. It might be in the afternoon.
1: Yeah, it is 4 on Saturday. Oh sexy.
0: <laughs> you won't watch that game. Uh, we'll
1: see. We'll see. I'm really? Say, I'm, I'm really? Not, I'm not gonna say no. I mean, myself. The Celtics only play the day after, so it's not like I. Yeah. I no reason not to.
0: It's better than with Leafs, Senators. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: oh, uh, never blues, mind. I'm switching to that one.
0: Wild Blues and the NBA that afternoon. That's a pretty damn good afternoon. You know what you're doing Saturday is what you're saying. Yes, yes, yes. You do. Um. I got Memphis and six, but I I think it'll be a good series as well. Golden State, Denver. I like a lot of the series out west. I just, I find they're, they're I think it's going to be a really good playoffs. I'm really looking forward to it. But Golden State, Denver, two teams that have been kind of banged up all year. Mm. Golden State might get some reinforcements back. Steph is not a guarantee to play yet, but we expect them to. Jokic is there obviously, but I guess Porter Jr., Will not play, uh, so uh, who knows with him? He's always hurt. But um, who do you like here? Golden State, Denver.
1: Yeah, I, I have the Nuggets. I just think Jokic mm. goes to town. Um, I have them in five games too. So I, wow. I don't, yeah, I, I I have no faith in the Warriors team. I just have no faith. You know, with Curry, you know, some, if Curry's out, I just think it's a cakewalk to be yeah. to be honest, like. You, you said it, Jokic is good. He, he, could be the, he could win his second MVP in a row and, yep. uh, you know, played really, really well. He got his team to a second round last year. And I think even without Murray and Porter Jr., I think he still uh, can do it this year again.
0: Yeah, I know Wiseman hurts Gold State a lot because yeah. they got Kavon Looney, who I like. But he is a good player. But against Jokic, I mean, that's like chicken feed. Uh, he just doesn't have the size, he, he, and Jokic is just so skilled. And they really don't have anybody off their bench that brings any size. I mean, they kind of play Igadala at the five occasionally.
1: I didn't know he's so The
0: Guys, guy thirty-seven years old, like he, he he can't do it anymore. But um, I'm gonna go Golden State and seven. But wow,
1: okay. I think,
0: I think Curry's gonna play. That's why I'm saying that. And, Mm -hmm. but if, if Jokic can get Denver to a second round with this team again, that is an incredible run and they get Memphis, which Memphis has had an incredible year, but that's the better matchup. Say Phoenix to the end, because I know you don't trust them. I do. And we'll make our pick later, but I (laughs) got a Molly WAP coming. Uh, But uh, like, Save Phoenix until the last series. Like getting being in the sixth spot is better than being four or five right now, in my opinion. If if you're a team in the Western Conference.
1: Yeah, no, I I agree with that. That's true. That's true.
0: So four or five, Dallas, Utah, um, you Luca gets hurt last game of the se- season, which uh, uh, bad luck for Dallas. Utah's just been kind of there all year. Um. Yeah who do you got winning this series is I, I
1: actually didn't even know that Luka was hurt fully. Is he expected he's a, to miss? He's got
0: a calf strain.
1: Oh, so he probably won't play at all.
0: Well, it's still up in the air, but they play an early game once they play at two o'clock on Saturday. So it's a quick,
1: it's a Oh quick yeah. It kind of changes some things. I, I had, I originally had the Madison six, um, mm-hmm a hurt Luca I'm taking the jazz in seven
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah I I mean there's no nothing nothing wrong with the rest of the man's roster like we've said before they've only gotten better with the trades but yeah the, with if if he can't just be himself where he gets 30 40 a game where right. all, he's just passing all over the place and rebounding yeah the jazz said a pretty good chance to win I, I think like I, I think if they can actually utilize
0: Gobert down low then Mm-hmm. they can be they could be effective yeah i think luca's injury obviously hurts and i think dallas is a better team mm. like just because i think dinwiddie fits and they have a lot of guys that just seem to gel well there with porzingis being gone but i'm gonna go utah as well uh you got mitchell i mean this could be the last kick at the can for this team because Quinn yeah. Snyder's rumored to the Lakers, which everybody is, but maybe if they lose in the first round, I could see them firing him. He's been there a long time. And, you know, Mitchell, Gobert, this, Mike Conley, this core has been here a long time and they haven't gotten past, you know, first, second round. So it's an important post season for, for Utah to have some success.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Never, yeah. Yeah. exactly. never been back past the second round. Yeah. And you mean that you're getting you're getting what you're getting out of these guys. None of these guys are young anymore. Donovan Mitchell's been in the league five years. He's a good mm-hmm. player, but he needs to show that he can take that next step. He can be Dwayne Wade-esque and you know carry his team to uh, at least a conference final.
0: Right. So Phoenix will play either the Clips or San Antonio, New Orleans. I got them playing mm-hmm. the Clippers.
1: Same. Yeah. Same.
0: Okay. Do you have the Clippers? Making any noise?
1: I think it'll be. I think it'll be tight. But I, I do like. Like I said, when I said that last week, and why I said that they were pretenders is because I could sniff this team mm-hmm. up being upset. But I still have the Suns in six. So
0: they had Suns in four.
1: Give, give it out. Get, get the broom out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, way, I, uh, yeah. I just uh, no. I. I mean, I, I think the Clippers steal a couple from them. I didn't make them look mm-hmm. human, but. You're right. The Sun scene, they they are some damn good. And like we'll get to the finals MVP later, but yeah, yeah, it's gonna be interesting.
0: What if what if it's you just see like the Clippers win, and then it's like Kawhi comes out like uh, Shane McMahon. Here comes the money. just starts doing the dance. Like he start he's he's back and he starts playing. Like wouldn't that be something if he could play in the playoffs?
1: Yeah, it would be, and it would be a great series too because this is those yeah. are the two teams that played in, in the conference final last year. So right, it'd be right. it'd be uh, very very exciting because there's some bad. I'm sure, I'm not sure if it's bad blood, but like when you when you do lose to a team and you're that mm-hmm. close to getting a chance at winning, you got to have some. Uh, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth for sure. I'm sure if Paul George, you asked Paul George, he probably doesn't like many guys on the other side of that locker room.
0: Right. Um. If you could only watch one series and taking your fandom out of it, it might be the same answer. If you could only watch one series, what would it be? God damn.
1: Uh, I think i'm still I think I'm still Celtics Nets, and not being yeah. biased. Uh, no, I, I just think it would be yeah. the, bad, the bad blood with Kyrie. Um, mm-hmm. Kevin Durant's obviously a player you can I can watch him play basketball for the, for the next 30 years. Um and yeah, it will just be entertaining on both sides and seeing how the Celtics answer to, you know, losing Robert Williams and how they're going to compensate for that is uh something I've just I, it's been keeping me up at night to be honest, Juggy.
0: Yeah, that that would probably be my answer too. Or I'll pick Memphis, Minnesota. <laughs> of course, got my looks. name written all over oh it. Um, yeah, well, I four thirty on Saturday. I'll be watching that game. I'll tell you that. Book it. You want to give me a call? That's what I'll be doing. I'll be sitting there. Probably watch Dallas, Utah first. Two o'clock. That's oh, love that schedule. Love it. Um, it's gonna be have to find the time to fit everything in. You know, that's the that's gonna be the biggest uh, biggest. Part. Exactly. Um. Yeah. So let's kind of go. Let's do this. I mentioned off the top we're going to do this a finals MVP draft where playoffs start Saturday. But we got to think of who we think's going to be in the finals. Maybe you want to take a long shot on somebody. And yeah, we'll each have three picks, and you can pick anybody. So you can okay. pick Luka Doncic, John Morant. It's just. Am I going? Am I going first? And I'm getting, you're going first. Yeah. Okay.
1: I'm going to take, I'm going to take on, I got to take Gonis. us. He's, he's, It's looking at me in the face. Like it's the guy you got to yeah. take.
0: Yeah. That's what I was going to take. Um, yeah. No, but I think that's the obvious pick uh, because I think the bucks are a heavy favorite to get back. They get a great team and I just don't see anybody not getting it. If they get to the finals, like, I can't see Chris Middleton getting a Finals MVP award. I, I, just, yeah. I just can't. Grayson Allen. <laughs> Maybe if he injured Devin Booker or something.
1: <gasps> yeah, something like yeah, one of those cheap shots he pulls at Duke. Oh, my God, yeah. that guy. He's That's a Faster little
0: bastard. Him. Um, well, they got rid of him. They got Grayson Allen for DiVincenzo.
1: Yeah, I forgot. DiVincenzo is back town now.
0: In Sacramento, Who do you
1: probably. got for your pick?
0: I'm gonna take Devin Booker.
1: Oh, book. Okay. okay. No, I mean, I that's a,
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's, I. He's, go ahead. Yeah. I. I just think he's a bucket, um, and I could see him scoring a lot of points in the finals. I think, obviously, there's the other guy that could get the pull with, from the heartstrings but um which you, you might just take with your next pick but um i'm going to take devin booker cuz he's a young kid and he might have the kobe effect where he got to just have a big series and he has a mamba mentality type uh, to him in that in the playoffs fair
1: also. no absolutely, absolutely fair yeah he could too um God, i'm going to cross this guy off my list cuz he's he's not not healthy um <laughs> I'm gonna take. I think I don't know. It's hard to pick this guy because he plays. But I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Kevin Durant. I'm Kevin Durant. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm gonna take KD. If they go on a huge run, I mean, I he, it's gonna be hammer Kyrie. Like it's it's gotta be KD. Like he's gonna win. Right. He's gonna win another one. In my opinion, and he'll get his third, and you know. Maybe I'll shush up all the haters saying that he, he had to go to Golden State to win anything.
0: Right. Would it be something if Kyrie won it after the year? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's why I, I almost – I'm looking at his name. And I'm like, that's, that's – it's intriguing, but, like, right. I, don't, I don't know.
0: We'll pick four each. This is too fun. We're gonna pick okay. Two. I like this. It's fun. Um, Who do you got for two? I'm picking CP3. Okay. Uh, I – I like the Suns, as you know, and uh, I'm just going to – he's there. I'm going to double down on the team. Uh, I like the Bucs a lot too, but Giannis is not available and there's nobody else that I really want to take from the Bucs, like I just mentioned. Right. So I'll, I'll take CP3 because if he gets to another finals and he wins it, if he plays well, I think a lot of voters will give it to him, just kind of like a lifetime achievement award.
1: Yeah, like like you said, he's one of the best point guards. If not, he's one of the best point guards. And he's Mm -hmm. certainly one of the best guards to to not win one. So yeah, uh, it'd be on the resume. Um, This guy I'm going to take because I think his team will go deep this year. Mm -hmm. And he's probably the best player on the team. Um, I'm going to take Jimmy Buckets, Jimmy Butler.
0: Jimmy Butler, wow. Yeah.
1: Uh, i i I don't know about the heat obviously they have their issues you know jamie can be a little bit of a snap show but if they pull it all together uh they're they're dangerous and i could see them i could see them upsetting the nets or the bucks if it really come down to it
0: right yeah or boston
1: yeah or or my celtics yeah (laughs) i I have
0: more faith in your team than you do which is funny because that never happens um (laughs) But yeah, um, he'd be a good story again. You, the, the Heat has so many guys that could win it, like if they yeah. got there, you know. Because I don't know if there's one guy that you look at and you're like he's gonna dominate the series for them. You know, maybe Bam, but again, like it's they score in bunches. It's not usually one guy like just dominates. But Jimmy Butler could be like a Iguodala, where he d's up a Devin Booker or he d's up you know an important Suns player if they met in the finals, hmm. and he could win it there. Um I'm going to take John Morant. Oh, okay. I mean, that's it's uh, a good pick. I trust in my sons, but I'll I I think Memphis is the second best team in the West and I think that'll be the conference final matchup. So I'm just kind of banking on one of those teams getting there, so I'm going to go with John Morant and he's one of the most entertaining people to watch in all pro sports right now yeah
1: absolutely um just a oof he's already a legend um yeah. this is tough i went all east on mine and i, I need to yeah, mix I, it all up. West. yeah I, I think i need to mix it up this guy i don't i don't think they'll go far but if they do and they may and they somehow win obviously it's it's because of him uh, I'm gonna take one Nikolai, the Joker, Jokic. Oh, that's
0: not who I thought you were gonna take because I thought you were gonna take the guy I was gonna take. Um, okay, which I'll reveal in a minute. But um, yeah, I mean, like we just said, there's there there are routes for Denver to get to a conference final, and then you never know. Like uh, I, Golden State, you got them winning. I I think it'll be a tight series. I I had Golden State in seven, so that's no gimme. Then you have Memphis. They don't have a whole lot of playoff experience. Maybe Jokic goes legend, and and they find a way out of of that one. Um, But, yeah, I mean, Jokic, he might win back-to-back MVPs. He's one of the best players in basketball. It's tough not to pick him. You went all East. I went all West with our first three picks. My last pick, I'm going to the Eastern Conference. And I'm going to take Jason Tatum. Okay.
1: (laughs) Sad when he's not even on my list of guys. That's that's
0: just bad. I to put his name down. I I I you're a cynic about your team, and I think they're better than you think. Like, I I look at Brooklyn. and I don't think they're that scary. Like I just they have two guys. I think the Celtics have a better overall team. Marcus Smart might win Defensive Player of the Year. He'd get my vote. Um, he he, he, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that, but um, he. He's playing, I think Tatum, Smart, and Brown have figured out how to play together. They've been doing it for a long period of time. And one thing I love about the Celtics, they play defense. And yeah. Brooklyn plays none. So I think Tatum can give you 35 a game if you average throughout the playoffs. In the finals, he's going to have those big moments. And I, I just think he's he's talked about, I, I listened to a podcast and uh, this podcast uh, Chris Mannix, who works for Sports Illustrated and he covers the Celtics games, he was interviewing Joel Embiid, and he was ta- uh, Tatum was talking to Mannix and he told to, he told him to tell Embiid enjoy the MVP this year because it's the only one you're gonna get, uh, basically <laughs> implying he was gonna win next year. So I
1: hope
0: it does. I think he's got that killer mentality, and I, I think the Celtics will go on a decent run here and give Brooklyn a scare. I sorry, give uh, the Bucs a scare in the in the second round.
1: I hope they do. I hope they do. That, uh, that you gotta have that mama mentality if you want to go out and be a killer. So, and uh, it's, I certainly think he's got it.
0: If you only have one player for the entire postseason, who would you take? As an MVP, just uh, if you're if you're starting it, like if you have a team, oh like, okay, you one guy, one superstar player, and you're surrounded with you know just whoever else. If you had one player on your team, who would you take?
1: Just because I think he could deliver that one big shot, you know, if it, if it was mm-hmm. a tight game, and I'm like, God, who could I take? I'd, I'd probably take KD. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah. I who, think it's you KD take? or Giannis. I think it's one of those two guys. Yeah, those that's only
1: two guys I was gonna say.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I. Those uh, those two guys are really good. Obviously, Brooklyn Bucks will be fun again. I also think Boston Bucks will be a good series too. So mm. those those matchups uh, look good. Who do you got in the finals? Oof,
1: okay, I not I thought we were going. I thought we'd be going. Uh, see, uh, round by round. But if we were, if we're skipping ahead here,
0: we'll we'll we'll, we'll do like the second round. Like when when it's first rounds, we'll do that again. We'll count. Okay. I guess
1: lead. your team would have to. Yeah, if the team you're gonna say has to make it. Um. I have. I have the Grizzlies. Wow. And I have the Nets making it to the finals.
0: Wow, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hmm.
1: I know you think I'm, I know you think I'm wrong with the defense and the, or the lack of, I guess, with uh... maybe
0: KD just goes a whole other level, which would be fun because that would be something fun to watch. Um, Memphis going to no complaints there. Job getting yeah. him to watch more um yeah i'm gonna go repeat of last year bucks okay. yeah meat and potatoes but I, I just think that <laughs> i think they're the two fair. best teams. i think they're the two best teams yeah. and uh yeah I, I just think that both teams have a whole lot of depth i think they can throw a lot of guys at you and you're they're both got i think they both got easier pass Like i think phoenix in particular like their first round, I think it's gonna be pretty easy. Then they got Dallas or Utah. I like that better than playing Memphis or Golden State, potentially, or even Denver. Mm-hmm. And um the Bucks obviously top I mean the Bulls, I think they'll sweep them as we both predicted. And then you got Boston or Brooklyn. I think that's gonna be a long series for those teams. I think it's gonna be a grueling one. And then, you know, they destroyed the Heat last year uh you know they they just put put them behind the barn and shot them uh but like an old dog but um i uh i could see that who's under what teams under the most pressure to be successful
1: i think we talked about them earlier uh memphis definitely or no sorry not memphis uh uh, the jazz for sure because if the Jazz don't, I mean, it's like you've been doing, you've had the same th- team for like three, four years. Like, why can't you get it done? I think there's also a lot of pressure on the Nets mm-hmm. and the 76ers because they made those trades. And yeah. it's like, okay, well, we made those trades. Do we make our team worse by doing that? Especially with Simmons not playing. I mean, that's that's going to look ridiculous if they lose. If Like you think, if they lose to the Celtics in the first round, that's got to be like, yeah. why did we do that? But – I don't know. I, there, there's a lot of teams that are under the scope. There's a lot of teams that aren't Memphis making the playoffs. And now mm-hmm. whenever they do, that's just, it's like
0: house money. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like they can do whatever. And it's like, okay, well, we had no expectations at the beginning of the year. So this is great. Same with nuggets. Like you can look at the nuggets and be like, okay, no Murray. Well, we don't expect you guys to go far. So.
0: Right. Yeah. Who uh, If the 76ers lose in the first round of the Raptors, does Doc <sighs> Off- Rivers get fired? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I, I think so. I, I I wouldn't
1: see a reason to keep him around if, if in my opinion, like this will be the second they got beat out. What in the second series last year? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's
0: to the Hawks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Is he, I'll quote you on this one. Uh, he's long in the tooth. We'll say yes. That. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. He is. Um, what about you? What do you think?
0: I would say the Sixers. Probably, yeah, but I think oh, Brooklyn. Man. I agree with you, Brooklyn because they got KD and Kyrie, but they got to re-sign Kyrie in the summer, which he's oh, yeah. going to get like two hundred plus million, which I would not want to give him because he's he's about as trustworthy as you know, I don't know. You tell me. I I just, he's always he's always I wouldn't trust him my with anything with it with five bucks like i'd be like, okay that's five bucks is gone like it's that's, that's gone to some flat earther down the road uh but yeah um looking forward to the playoffs i think they're gonna be fun and get through get past this play and stuff but after that we get to the real stuff saturday um any, any uh big thoughts on major league baseball so far this season
1: Clayton Kershaw struck struck out through 13 people and went seven innings today. I'll mm-hmm. as a Dodgers fan, I'll take it. I, mean, I didn't have high expectations coming into the year. So if he plays like that most of the year, it's a uh, it's gonna be a decent year for pitching. Right. Um other than that, not not a bad not bad. Like Tampa's got off to a decent start this year, but you gotta take that with the green of salt. They've only played Baltimore and the athletics. Yeah. <laughs> um Garrett Cole is you know, what what's up with that? Like, is he is he done? Not done, I should say, but is he like never? we never going to see Garrett Cole from a couple of years ago.
0: I'm starting to think that, yeah, because he hasn't been able to figure out how to pitch without sunscreen or whatever he was putting pine tar uh, on, yeah, his, on, on his, his hands because he hasn't been able to find the strike zone. He doesn't throw as hard and he's getting rocked every like he. Like that press conference he did where they asked him if he used sticky stuff. And he basically said, yes, but could he's like, well, uh, well." Uh like he just didn't give you an answer. I, uh, I think he's pitching tonight uh, for the Yanks against Mm Barrios and the Jays. So he needs a good game. Yeah. He needs to start like that. You can trust him. And another thing, Pitchers, like now a quality start seems to be four and two thirds, five innings. Like it's crazy. Like you uh, get to yeah. 85 pitches and they're like, call it a bullpen. Like I, 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 I hate that one aspect about baseball and how it's gone and how you get to 80 pitches and it's like, Oh, he's last through, last time through the order or last inning up. Like why? Like you should, you should be able to throw a hundred plus, hundred plus pitches if, if you're able to.
1: Uh, No, I, yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't know why it's so out and reserving guys and relying on your levers. Like, I think it's hurting some of these teams more than it is helping for sure.
0: Yeah. Because your bullpen gets jacked up. And then by the end of the year you have no arms because you're tired. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, What do you got the rest of the week for you?
1: Not on man, like just uh grind through obviously going away in a couple of weekends. So it's just going to get my work done. Um, a lot of good sports though. Like you said, I think I'll be, I'll be glued into the, the game one of Nets in Boston playing in Sunday, Sunday afternoon, which will be unbelievable. Um, but yeah, other than that, maybe catch up on some tube a little bit here and there. Um, try to watch my Leafs beat uh, the Ottawa Senators on Saturday. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I probably won't watch that game. Uh, um, but yeah, no, not not a ton. Uh, my hot take for the day.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. I want to hear it. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. First of all, uh, did you see Freddie Anderson doing the little DQD deak last night?
0: Yeah, look good. It's entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it.
1: that was cool. I did. You rarely get to see. Yeah, I mean, you never get to see. A goalie just got me be in the play so
0: mm-hmm.
1: um that was entertaining and then my second thing because we did a whole series a whole five seasons on them it was announced pretty recently that uh brian cranston and aaron paul are going to be making appearances on the last season of better call Saul. how do you feel about that
0: i think, think it's th- i think it's fitting okay. i didn't know that um Wow, I didn't think they would. Um, hmm. I think it's fitting because the show is before Breaking Bad. So Saul Goodman becoming Saul Goodman, you need those two to enter, I think. So right. I'm okay with it because it, it's the natural progression. You're going from how, – how do you get from point A to point B? And that's where it obviously goes. I I'm actually excited that they're going to be in the show.
1: Yeah, it it's a good, good picture on on Twitter. They just kind of tweeted the two of them in the car and they just said that uh, we're we're back. And uh Wow. Yeah, basically. But on their official page too. So, you know, I mean, unless they're uh, giving the, their fans the ultimate song, but I don't think they'd yeah. do that. No. Um no, I, I mean it's for me, I've never wa- I'd watched the first season of Bear Call Saul. I didn't keep up with it after that, so it's t- a good motivation for me to finish the series. And uh yeah I, I feel both ways like I I'm, I'm excited that they're going to be back on the on the screen but at the same time I'm like god I hope they don't like tamper tamper with it or like I hope it mm-hmm. doesn't come out flat you know but knowing them I think it should be good
0: Yeah well I think Better Call Saul starts next week and it's 13 episode final season can't wait I've actually been Watching a bit of it on Netflix because I watched the fifth season, but it was like a year ago. And then obviously Mm. Bob Odenkirk almost died on set. He had a heart attack. Um, Mm. So he had to go through all of that and they eventually got it filmed. So I'm very much looking forward to it. And I saw this other show that I haven't watched yet, but I've heard things about it. Have you seen Severance?
1: Set with Adam Scott?
0: Yeah, with Adam Scott. I think Ben Stiller directed it.
1: Uh, No, I haven't. But I've seen the, I've seen the ads for it. uh, I don't, I can't imagine it. What what is it?
0: I've heard it's, I've heard it's good. Um, It's kind of, I think it's about kind of life slash work balance. And uh, I've only heard good things that's on Apple TV. So I I might try to give it a watch or watch an episode, but I, uh, Mm -hmm. that's, that's what I've, I've been – that's what's been the stir, as the kids say lately, uh, about <laughs> about Severn. Yeah, and, for people who – yeah, for people who don't know Adam Scott, about. I guess.
1: Yeah, Adam Scott is from – he's from Parks and Recs mostly. That's where I know him from, from watching that show. But he's also the – step or, He's also Derek from yeah. Step, Brothers. Step Brothers. Yeah. Um. So he, he he's a good he's a good actor. He just doesn't get many like big time roles. I find. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, that'll, that'll be good. What about you? What's on the agenda other than, you know, what?
0: So yeah, it's it's Severance is ninety seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, uh,
1: okay. There you go. So, um,
0: yeah, on my agenda, yeah, I guess I just learned on Monday, which I did not know this, that it was Easter this week, so (laughs) no work on Friday. So that's news. I, so, um, happy Easter to everybody out there. Um, but yeah, I'll just be watching sports and, uh, afternoon baseball on Friday, day off. Love that. Diamondbacks, Mets, tune in to that Uh, Twins, Red Sox. Uh, I'll be I'll be watching. I'll be watching a couple of pitches of those games. But no, watch some sports. I like said a lot of NBA playoffs, um, uh, some good NHL games, Minnesota, St. Louis. I'm looking yeah, forward to the big game Saturday in prime time. Um, and then um, yeah, just try to fit everything in on the on the screen. <laughs> and there's a UFC fight night this weekend. A lot lot a lot of sports, a lot of sports. Yeah. I love it.
1: I love it. Are right. also one last question before we go here? Are mm-hmm. you coming for sports make sports makes moolas job? I'm not gonna say we don't have to talk the actual cash. Well no, we a we, win- we
0: can. I haven't talked about it this week, but okay. I uh, yeah, so Sunday Masters watching and I was like, Well I wanna kind of make a bet it because it's the masters and I had a little bit of an itch. And I said, I, just, I don't want to do, like, Scotty Sheffler going to win? Because that, that was just boring. And I'd be like, what, five bucks? So I said, is there a guy I think can have a big day or can finish in the top five that was outside the top ten? And I saw Rory McIlroy, and I'm like, Rory's a guy that'll finish T5 and have no chance of winning, but it'll make it look like he really good tournaments. But he, you know, didn't. But he goes eight under on the day. I put 100 bucks on him to finish in the top five, and I won over $1,000. So um, it was uh, – you know, Harry, uh, some of us mere mortals are pretty good at betting too, buddy. So, yeah, you know. it's, I'm not taking his job, but, you know. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's a, kudos, it's a
1: kudos to you. I mean, seeing him uh, two over, thinking, oh, okay, well, he's yeah. – He's going to have it but no you know, he went with the irish and uh, paid off for you so uh, no, congratulations congrats to you and uh yeah it's nice nice to win one once in a while but better to win a big one
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i'm not gonna be doing it every weekend but uh next time there's a bet i'll share it with you and we'll do it together Maybe we'll go down sounds good sounds um, good so wh- when's your trip when do you leave for florida yeah, so
1: I guess it'll be it'll be on the twenty third. I leave, so basically I'll be here next week with you, uh, right. and then I think basically the week after I'll be I'll be condo. Okay, yeah, so yeah.
0: I didn't know if you're gone next week or whatnot, but you'll be you'll be around next week.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, fully fully and prepared for next week. Um, and then uh, we can even sneak another one into if you want to, if we got uh, you know NBA rounds finishing up or. If I'd love to get my NHL picks too when uh, whenever the yeah, season
0: ends, so absolutely. Can even
1: do a roundtable maybe with Cole or Casey or anybody too. It's that
0: kind okay, syndic- yeah, uh, like good. Love that. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, no, I'm glad we're, we'll do another one next week and we'll plan some some things before you head out on your on your maiden voyage. So, um, again, happy bird day. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Enjoy the rest of the week and uh, happy Easter to you and yours.
1: All right, thanks, man. I appreciate it, and I'll uh, talk to you next week.
0: Thanks, Shay. There's Sheamus. Everybody, uh, always great to talk to Shay. Big birthday yesterday. Twenty-five years old. Twenty-five years young, I should say, because he still looks young. Still looks good, young lad. Uh, but that's gonna be it for today. Play in action tonight. We, me and Shay, this is a big deep dive. Good chat about everything in the NBA. Um, but lots to get into. Lots to talk about tomorrow and dissect. But hope you guys all have a great night. Uh, It's been a pleasure. This has been To The Point.